Capital Market Insights from ICMA. In the ICMA quarterly report, the quarterly assessment by Paul Richards is on stress and resilience in international capital markets in Europe, taking account of recent official sector initiatives, both in Europe and at global level. The tightening of monetary policy by central banks through the rise in short-term interest rates has been necessary to control inflation, but it has complicated the task for central banks in ensuring financial stability. In particular, four of the most vulnerable commercial banks, three regional banks in the US and Credit Suisse in Europe, were subject to bank deposit runs in the spring of 2023. In response, the review by the Financial Stability Board has concluded that recent events demonstrate the soundness of the framework as the strains faced by individual banks did not cascade into a full-blown crisis. But the FSB thinks that there are still lessons to be learned, notably that a striking feature of the recent bank failures was the unprecedented speed and scale of deposit runs, and that banks' risk management and governance arrangements remain the first and most important source of resilience. The authorities are also concerned that given their focus on regulating the banking system in response to the global financial crisis, the non-bank financial sector has grown to represent around half of global financial sector assets, partly because it's more lightly regulated than the banks. In the authorities' view, the non-bank financial sector has introduced important new sources of systemic risk. For example, the FSB has noted that the rise in interest rates could lead to higher volatility in asset prices, and that this could generate significant spikes in collateral and margin calls, which could induce fire sales of assets, as could liquidity mismatches in NBFIs. And the Bank of England Financial Policy Committee considers that market-based finance is subject to a number of risks, such as leverage, liquidity, and maturity mismatch, and market features such as interconnectedness and concentration, which make the sector and markets vulnerable to shocks. The policy approach which the authorities are taking in response is to identify and address systemic risks to financial stability across the non-bank financial sector as a whole, particularly where extensive use of leverage is involved, adopting the principle, same activity, same risk, same regulation. Their objective is to ensure that market-based finance is resilient enough to absorb shocks and not to amplify them. It's clear that a wide range of different initiatives are being considered by the authorities in the interests of ensuring financial stability in the non-bank financial sector. The authorities need to adopt an integrated approach as the market is interconnected. Regulating one particular part of the market may have unintended consequences elsewhere. 
An additional risk to the resilience of international capital markets is the risk of market fragmentation as a result of regulatory divergence between different jurisdictions. At European level, since the end of the post-Brexit transition period, EU and UK regulation of financial services have begun to diverge in two main ways. First, the UK is changing its regulatory process by devolving detailed rulemaking powers to the FCA and the PRA under the Financial Services and Markets Act 2023, while maintaining their accountability to Parliament in the UK. Second, the UK is also making changes to the substance of the rules inherited from the EU. While the UK government is not pursuing regulatory reform for its own sake, it is proposing regulatory divergence from the EU where it believes that this meets the needs of UK financial services and markets. As EU regulations are themselves changing and not necessarily changing in the same direction as the UK, both the UK and the EU will diverge from the previous regulatory regime. Within the EU, Banking Union and Capital Markets Union are closely related projects which both still represent work in progress. Banking Union remains incomplete as the EU banking sector is still segmented along national lines. And in order to complete Capital Markets Union, there are still some fundamental issues which have yet to be resolved at EU level. These involve addressing legislative differences at national level, such as different tax and insolvency regimes, as well as reforming pensions and improving financial literacy, which are a national responsibility. The president of the ECB has proposed that the EU should create a European equivalent of the US Securities and Exchange Commission, for example, by extending the powers of ESMA. This top-down proposal needs to be assessed in the context of an EU debate about whether sufficient progress towards CMU is being made through incremental improvements in the structure of EU capital markets bottom-up. The top-down and bottom-up approaches are not necessarily mutually exclusive, but implementation of the top-down approach depends on the willingness of member states to make hard political choices, whereas the bottom-up approach may help EU capital markets to develop without necessarily leading to CMU. There's also a question about whether CMU can be completed without the creation of a central euro safe asset, the equivalent in the EU of US Treasuries. And it's not yet clear whether the EU will focus on creating a CMU only for financial institutions located within the EU, with barriers for institutions located in third countries, or whether and on what basis the EU market is going to become more open globally. Ensuring financial stability is not just a matter for the authorities alone. It's also a matter for international capital market firms to do what they can to strengthen the resilience of the financial system, both through good governance and risk management in their own institutions, 
and by taking steps to improve market liquidity, transparency, and efficiency where this is feasible. Market firms and their trade associations also have an important role to play in reducing the risk of stress by strengthening resilience in international capital markets. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. For more ICMA podcasts and further information on capital markets, please visit our website, icmagroup.org.